There is no conflict between chiropractic principle as of 1895 to 1951 and chiropractic practice as of 1935 to 1951. <clears throat> chiropractic practice is in accord now. Chiropractic principle was that somewhere in each spinal column was a vertebral subluxation causing dis-ease. Chiropractic practice now finds that subluxation, locates it exactly, adjusts it when it is, does not adjust it when it is not, knows how it is subluxated, secures health quicker, <clears throat> health result quicker on worst cases. That is the chiropractic objective in the chiropractic practice. There is no conflict between principle and practice today. It is the desire of every chiropractor to duplicate character of the results we attain here. To do so is to build a business on results, which means greater business quantities. To do so is to build reputation, which builds greater adjustment values. It can be done, it is being done, it is within the realm of chiropractic. <clears throat> I love BJ's certainty in that particular quote, because to me, that is exactly what chiropractic school does for you, hopefully, is it takes you from knowing the different pieces and putting it together into a practice, right? Because chiropractic isn't just science, it isn't just art, it isn't just philosophy, it's all three of those things. And we need to meld them together. So as a student, you're getting very separate classes. You know, you're getting more science-based classes and more philosophy classes and more art or technique-based classes. <clears throat> but the real key in becoming the best chiropractor you can be is to take all three of those things and put them together and then put them into practice. <clears throat> And why is that important? Because you're gonna see articles like this that come out that I think are super cool. This case came out yesterday. <clears throat> Medication doesn't help kids with ADHD learn. That to me, that's a wow. That's a wow in my book. Medication does not help kids with ADHD learn. <clears throat> and this comes from this particular journal article <clears throat> which came out recently, um, a couple of days ago from the Journal of Consulting and Clinical Psychology. The effect of stimulant medication on the learning of academic curricula in children with ADHD, a randomized crossover study, and let me just read you the highlighted section here. <clears throat> this is the abstract. Results, medication had large, salutary, statistically significant events on children's academic seat work, productivity, and classroom behavior on every single day of the instructional period. However, however, there was no detectable effect of the medication on learning the material taught during instruction. Children learn the same amount of subject area and vocabulary content whether they were taking the medication or placebo during the instructional period. Conclusions. The effect of the medication on daily academic seaboard productivity and classroom behavior did not translate into improved learning of new academic material taught by a small group evidence-based instruction. Now if you read the rest of this, the rest of this says, well it does improve behavior. So what does that mean? It gets kids to sit down and shut up, but it doesn't improve learning. And I don't know about you, but we've been saying this for years and years and years, right? So if you want to create a zombie, this is a great drug. But if you want to improve learning, how are you gonna improve learning? Better, like learning through chemistry doesn't work. There's only one way to improve learning, and that's what you, gotta, what you gotta improve. I've been talking about it all quarter. The brain. You don't improve the brain, you don't improve learning, period. You can't, it, who's been watching Dope Sick? 
Anybody been watching Dope Sick on Hulu? Holy cow, if you haven't watched Dope Sick, you should watch the, the, what Big Pharma did to get Oxycontin out there, all the lies it propagated, right, to get it there. <clears throat> that what I, is what I think is gonna happen now with Ritalin. With this sort of publication out there saying that Ritalin is not improving learning whatsoever, it's just improving behavior, right? This is huge, huge stuff that I think is happening. Maybe not to the extent of what's happened with Oxycon, but this is huge stuff. And then look at this. I don't know if you guys realize this, and this is why I'm bringing this up here. Because Ritalin's got a black box warning on it. Ritalin has a black box warning on it. For those of you who are unfamiliar with that means, a black box warning is when the pharmaceutical industry wants to make sure that you know that it's, it can be very dangerous. So let's look at some of these black box warnings that nobody talks about with Ritalin. Number one is heart-related problems. Sudden death in patients with heart problems or heart defects. That's sort of a problem, isn't it? Like sudden death? I think that's what ranks up there. Now, and ask people who are taking Ritalin or, or parents whose kids are taking Ritalin, did they know about these things? How about this? And you're going to understand why I'm talking about this in a second. Mental and psychiatric problems. All patients knew or worse behavior and thought problems. Knew or worse bipolar disease or new or worse aggressive behavior or hostility. Do you think that may have something to do with some of the recent events in this country? Children and teenagers, new psychotic symptoms, such as hearing voices, believing things that are not true, are suspicious, or new manic symptoms. <clears throat> now, I do not know what the shooter in Uvalde, Texas was taking, if he was taking anything. But I can say one thing with great assuredness, is that if you look at most of the school shootings, and if they were kids, if they were high schoolers who were doing this, almost all of them were on some kind of medication. And very often it was something like this. that had a black box warning that said very clearly, new or worse aggressive behavior hostility, new psychotic symptoms, it's just hearing voices believing things that are not true and are suspicious. And if you look at what these, some of these kids post online before they start doing these crazy things, You'd say, something is going on that sounds a little psychotic, a little like they're hearing voices. You know, something is telling me do, to do these sort of things, right? So, what that means to me is chiropractic isn't doing its job. Because if you're in my office, you're clearly going to know that the point of chiropractic is to help the brain and nervous system. And we've just had a whole boatload of kids lately who come in with ADHD. And these all seem like nice kids, right? And all of them are on some sort of medication. And the parents are like, we do not want them on medication. We want to find alternatives. We know what this stuff says. We're doing this because we have to. The school kind of told us that if they don't do this, the kids are going to have more problems. And we don't want to create that. But we know this isn't the answer. Right? The answer is improving brain function. But meanwhile, we're having senseless things like happening in Buffalo, happening in Bali, it happened thousands and thousands of times since Columbine happened like 20 something years ago, over and over and over and over again. The problem in this country is a mental health problem. And if we don't get a handle on this, right? And here's the biggest thing, is that 
what are they not, what have they been doing for mental health for years? Either A, ignoring it, pushing it aside, creating hotlines, which is nice, but they're not fixing anything, and the biggest thing that they're offering is chemistry. You can take this chemical to make yourself feel better. And there's nothing wrong with taking chemicals in a short-term emergency crisis situation, or if you have some sort of long-lasting chronic thing, I get that. But if some, if, like, how do you know? The problem is this. Here is the biggest issue. The problem is, how do you know that one kid who's taking Ritalin won't have those effects? Are we screening for that? Are the doctors who are prescribing these things saying, you know, every couple of months, we should probably do some sort of survey, or check-in with the kid, and see, are you developing new or worse aggressive behavior or hostility? Are we seeing any new psychotic symptoms? Not just, here's your prescription, renew it at will. Better health through chemistry doesn't work. Clearly, seeing it over and over and over again. How many times? How many times do we have to start this article pop up on our news feed? How many times? What are we going to do about it? And to me, it's chiropractic as the answer because you know the pharmaceutical industry is just going to say, well, we're just going to double down on our efforts. <clears throat> so what are you going to do? <clears throat> yeah, you're going to just give a back pain break. You'll just be with neck pain, excuse me, whiplash and headaches. Excellent. If you can get their kids, they can adjust their kids. Because if you don't adjust their kids, who's got it? Right? That's the thought process I want you to have. I don't care if you're into sports. I don't care if you're into orthopedics. I don't care if you want to be a geriatric practice. You do all that kind of stuff. Somehow get the kids adjusted. And if it's not you, then find somebody in your office to get the kids adjusted. If you say, I hate kids, they smell, they spit up. I don't want to go near them, they're annoying, they wiggle. Okay, fine, you don't want to do it, you're not good at it, fine. Get somebody else to do it. Because chiropractic for so long, for so long, is so associated with personal injury. Not that it's been wrong, there's a lot of car accidents, they need chiropractors, absolutely. But that's not the only place that chiropractic is needed. The kids are crying out for us. <clears throat> the kids out there are crying out for us. One in five, I want you to remember that. <clears throat> One in five kids in this country has some sort of mental health disorder. One in five. Don't tell me you can't build a practice on that kind of numbers. And that's why I have been here for 21 years <clears throat> teaching this class with this kind of philosophy. This is now the 80, second time that I've taught this class, and I'm gonna keep on saying the same message again and again and again, basically the same message, which is we've got to reach the kids. And I don't expect every single one of you to be, become a pediatric chiropractor, but I do hope that you all can reach the kids because it's getting to a desperate situation. Because how many more times, right? Right, I, I don't know if you know the U2 song, like how long has this been going on, right? I saw you two years and years and years ago. <clears throat> and Bono climbed on top of the speakers that were like 30 feet high in this outdoor stadium. And he was waving an American flag and an Irish flag. 
and he was singing, how long will this go on? And everybody in the whole stadium was just singing with him. And the question is still, I still ask the same question. That was 1982 or 83. I still ask the same question, how long, how long, right? How long do we have to have a Columbine and a Uvalde and a Sandy Hook and all these other kind of places? How long is it going to be until something changes? 